And I've been telling everybody, don't sleep on Jacksonville because we're going to give it all we got. We might be a little haunt, but it, we're going to try and give our, all our effort to make it something worthwhile. So, Coming up, we're on location at 13th Floor Haunted House in Jacksonville to see how Hell Week is going. From the Hard Trashing Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 57 of our 61-day Hauntathon counting down to Halloween. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, and there are only four days until Halloween, which means we'll be dropping multiple shows every day until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, back to 13th Floor Jacksonville. So this year's show, when I had the opportunity of taking it over, the three themes that were given to me were the doll maker, bad blood, and then uh, dead in the water. That is the general manager, Logan Sharp. And what I really wanted to do was help tell the story of what those themes are. I said, let me out! So they gave me the themes, and I said, okay, how can we adapt and help put guests into the story? I'm a big fan of Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights, Netherworld, all those attractions that tell that story. And that's what I wanted to do, but with the actors being able to pop out in full costume. Ah! Also, we were able to go in and fix a lot of props that were might not have been working over the couple years that this place has been open. We also were able to change some of the lighting, change some of the atmosphere by the sounds. One of the biggest things we did outside was we changed the complete tone of the music made it a little bit darker, more in your face to where when they walk up, they're getting hit with that music and they're going, oh, there's something not right going on inside. And I think the actors and my management team have done a uh, bang up job and knocked it out of the park. The synopsis behind Dollmaker is there's a lady that lives at the end of the street, house that's torn down that people just try to avoid. And what she's doing is she's really, she's capturing people and she's torturing them and turning them into her personal dog collection. But we put the little twist on it and we did to where she's capturing the guest. So when people walk through, they're gonna see in a certain part, it's gonna look like guests have been turned into dolls and stuff like that, so it's cool. Bad Blood is one of probably my favorites just because of the feel of it. It's a battle between a horde of vampires and a biker gang of werewolves set in the 80s. They've been battling for years. So they, and the cool thing about it is we set the music to make it seem like you're walking through the 80s, but we really wanted to put the guests into that battle. So like you might walk through a scene and you might have a vampire and a werewolf are attacking each other as you're walking through it. And it's really cool because the makeup team were able to really make the actors that are werewolves look like werewolves just with face paint and stuff like that, which is mind blowing. But then, um, Dead in the Water is the last one. Synopsis behind that one pretty much is the golden age of the riverboat. We have a riverboat that's beached. Full boat, pretty cool, facade, everything. And what's lurking inside is all the guests that haven't left just yet and some other creatures that are lurking from underneath the muddy grounds. The cool thing about that one is that was not open up last year due to COVID. And so what we did was we decided to open it back up. And uh, people love it because of the laser mazes at the end. And every time people walk out, you could probably ask everyone in here, they're gonna tell you, man, that laser maze was cool. That laser maze was cool. Do you have a, a favorite example that you're like really proud of? Yeah, I think it all goes to my team, man. Like I'm a big team guy. I was in Nashville helping getting that show ready. And while I was there, 
the doll maker. I didn't have time to do the doll maker. I mean, I just went to my team, my management team, and I said, hey guys, this is gonna be y'all's attraction. I was like, this is what I wanna see. I wanna see, just, I want them to feel, the guests feel that they're in this weird, like, strange house that she's got all her dolls everywhere. Cause everybody's scared of dolls. And they went with it, man. And one of the proud moments was like, they, I came to help open this place up two weeks before the season and they had, they, they pretty much hit it right on the head of what the theme was gonna be. So the path never changed. It just felt different because they scattered all these dolls everywhere. We have a big impeller that you'll see and it's no longer looks like an impeller because they put, they use tablecloths and stuff to make a costume out of it. So now it looks like a big puppet that comes up and moves around. So it, it's really cool and it's, it, to me, that's probably the proudest moment was the team just coming together and saying, okay, Logan wants us to do this. Let's make him proud. And they did a really good job of doing it. They, they got it. Oh yeah, they nailed it right on the head. And Let's talk a little bit about the team this year. Staffing has always been, I wouldn't say an issue, but it's always been a thing that we've tried to prepare ahead of time. We have, I think, 35 to 40 spots that we're able to hire for. And we were able to hire them right away. Before we even started the season, we hired 40 actors uh, to fit inside because we had a battleground event that we had to do. And once we did that, we kind of pinpoint, okay, we've got this handful of people that are probably gonna stick around. So we just started going, okay, we gotta hire this amount of people. So we hit that 35 right when we started. And then every week after that, I just kept going in and saying, all right, I need to hire five to 10 more for actors, five more for event staff, so on and so on. It, it just tweaking it based off of, okay, I had these many people show up this weekend, the next weekend I've got to have this many, so I'm going to have to pour, bring in this many. Now, we are through our long haul, per se, the 12 nights straight until Halloween. That's going to probably be our biggest test because everybody has different schedules. Our team is a great team, but some people can only work certain days than others. And the great thing about it is we cross-train everybody. So we can put somebody that's taking photos inside retail and they'll fit in perfectly. We can take a ticket scan and remove them up to the front of the park and it's gonna be perfect. So we can adjust in different ways. Struggle, yeah, maybe. Headache, yeah, but we just tried to prepare the best we can. And as we were talking a little bit beforehand, it sounds like it served you well because it sounds like you've had a fantastic year this year and you wouldn't have been able to capitalize on the amount of demand if you didn't have that team in place ahead of time. Yeah, and that, that's a great thing, man. I knew staffing was going to be an issue, so I changed my mindset of how I was going to tackle the, the morale of the team to get them to keep coming back. One thing that we did, and it might sound stupid to some, the team really enjoys it, is we created this big wheel of mystery to where at the end of the night, whoever's the be whoever's the best person gets to spin the wheel. And there's different prizes. And one prize was pie me in the face. Other prize was dye my hair and my beard. Yeah, And it's just things that are fun that they can do. They can also win merch item. And it really has just grabbed us together. We also do a dinner every Saturday night just to bring the morale there because Saturdays are gonna always be busy. But we just done different things to just bring that family atmosphere. And it's really helped us because once they've seen that, they go, oh, I wanna come back and I wanna work for this company and this guy. And, I'm, and it's just, it's work, so. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be something unique to create that atmosphere. Absolutely, I took 16 pies in the face on one night. So, and it was just something that helped them after a hard night. And, and it wasn't anything big, like the wheel was easy to do. And 
some of the other things that we do is just thinking a little bit outside the box. And I tell everybody, if you want to motivate, just think a little bit different. Think about what your team wants, and then it's going to fall in its own in its place. What has been the next biggest challenge for you this season? Getting used to managing, because I'm a big tech guy, and that's what I've been doing the whole time I've been with 13th Floor was I've been tech. I started at Nashville Nightmare, and I've also done a whole bunch of tech for other 13th Floor locations. And coming into management, I, I was a banker before I did it, so none of this stuff was up, yeah, none of this was up my alley. So it was really just trying to figure out, okay, you got to establish a team. You got to bring that team together, and you have to really change your mindset of, hey, you can't be a hothead all the time. You actually have to adjust and show the team that, okay, you're not going to be upset at simple things or things that would upset me before haven't upset me now because I can't let the team see that. I can't let anybody see that. I have to adjust like other things of, okay, this person might not get along, this person might not get along. That whole adjustment was a big change to me because I, it all hit me at one time because I didn't start with this team, but I came in and I had an open mind and I said, okay, let's let's see what I can do and see if we can move some things around and adjust some things and just bring some fun into this place, so. Let's talk a little bit about the future. I know you still have to survive Hell Week, but what comes after Hell Week? Yeah, so we're already starting to plan for next year. I can go ahead and tell you, right after we do Blackout, which is November 5th and 6th here, we'll start preparing for Krampus, which I think will be the second weekend in, in December. Don't know the exact dates yet, but we'll start doing that. But we're talking about possible renovations of the show, creating a kind of a bar area with a cool retail area, theming the whole area out to where our biggest thing is when we want people to come in, we want people to stay and have a good time. And we're gonna come up with different areas of where they can do that and do it in a safe manner. But the main thing is the show. Like, we're gonna try and bring some new life to the show. Change up a couple pathways, change up a couple of the themes, add a couple more props and do things of that. So it's gonna be almost a brand new show when people come next year. What have you learned about the Jacksonville market? That's a good question, man. I learned from one of the best, I, I call him the best, Brad Webb. He's the guy who, he took me in, he taught me all the ropes of what to look for, stuff like that. And Brad is notorious for changing everything every year. That show is never gonna be the same for any event we do. I can tell you that show is gonna be different when we get to Krampus. I firmly believe like this year, it's a weird, it's a weird year. And I think people are really enjoying the show of what we've done in it because we have made a couple changes with lighting, sound, stuff like that. And we've made it a real immersive experience with the actors in it. But I do feel like people are wanting something different. I think they want something different all the time because you don't make change, people aren't gonna keep returning. And that's the thing is like Universal Studios, all the big places, they make those changes and that's what makes people keep coming back. And I honestly, I think that's what this market is striving for is they want something bigger, better, bolder, and different. And it, it's interesting to see where we're gonna take it next year. That's really interesting, especially because the market here seems on its surface like it is less developed than something like Orlando because there's less competition. Yeah, there used to be a bunch of attractions from what I was told, but they all phased out and fizzled out. And the 13th floor kind of weathered the storm and was able to stay based through COVID. And I think that is, that's been a benefit of us, but also hurt us in the same time frame to where a lot of the people, yeah, we've had really big crowds this year, but a lot of the people are coming out saying, oh, the path was the same, 
but the theming was really cool so it took our mind away from it we're getting that feedback and we're like okay it's time to make that change to give them something brand new to where they're like oh yep wow that was brand new and i will tell you i don't the 13th floor has their standards but I really look up to Universal Studio quality. I look up to Netherworld quality because those are the guys that I sit there and say, man, they, they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. And that's the standard that I keep striving for every day of saying, how can we take this show to that? And I've been telling everybody, don't sleep on Jacksonville because we're going to give it all we got. We might be a little haunt, but it, we're going to try and give our all our effort to make it something worthwhile. So. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts and our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.